Pubcast. If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast with Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl to brick the brack the crack and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. We're back. Uh, this is episode 35, and joining me is Rob Nash and Chris Ruffalo. Gentlemen. I always get second billing. No matter what, I always get second billing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Show. It is our uh, Southeast uh, correspondent, Chris Ruffalo, and this other guy, Rob Nash. Thank you. I'm a stranger in a strange land here. I do my best. I think we're introduced in the order of height. <laughs> Shortest to tallest in the shack of the Philippines, brother. <laughs> oh, I think uh, Liam, my oldest, has uh, passed both of you guys at this point. So Wow. Well, at least it's your oldest. I know. Well, the youngest is right behind you. Jeez. So, uh, it's, it's this week, like the great. Olympics, fellas. Have you been watching any of this shit show out of uh, Rio? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Olympics, especially the, this this time around. Well, 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 wait. In general, you're not a fan of the Olympics? Um, I don't like the coverage, number one. But I've soured on it the last couple times. I'm not... It's... It's too story-driven. It's too... Uh, it's almost too rah-rah. I know it has to be because that's what it is, but I don't know. I've, uh, I'm kind of done with a lot of it, even though I'm, I'm watching it. I'm not interested in a lot of it. It's just sort of background noise for me. Well, that's very, that's very well articulated. Well, I don't know about that. but No, I mean, so I, I, I will say that if you notice that... Um, Speaking of like uh, technologies we may not be up on, that there's a whole parallel broadcasting system going on on Facebook. So you know most of the yeah. events that that occur on prime time are taped, and you know the 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 gold medals have already been awarded or whatnot. But I was watching last night, and uh, Ryan Seacrest. I know you're a big fan, Ruff. Um, <laughs> yeah, he fun. hosts he hosts this entire beach side set kind of feeling like the traditional Bob Costas role from maybe you know 20 years ago and it's this constant rolling like human interest interview video piece and it's only broadcast on, on Facebook live yeah everybody's right Seacrest live from the beach. <laughs> exactly terrible if yeah. you ever wanted to see Ryan Seacrest uh, in khakis on a Rio beach that oh. this is for you Wow, that's just amazing. Record that. I got to say, though, if I had to give the guy credit, I'm not exactly giving him credit, but if I'm pretending to, it's the fact that he put up with Dick Clark in the last three years on on New Year's Eve. Like that, that alone, you know, I I tip my cap to him for that. In in an honest moment, do you think he's like, hey, if I blend this motherfucker's food and wipe his ass, I am set? What he's thinking to himself the whole time, he was counting his money. He's like... Take your time, Dick. Stammer your way through this because I'm counting my money. Oh, you know he's keeping that corpse alive. Well, he was. I mean, Dick Clark's now dead, finally. But I, yeah. I think he did keep him alive for the last year and a half. Oh, just yeah, yeah. Like, he, yeah. I think he reanimated him a couple times. And 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like Weekend at Bernie's, only with the real Dick Clark. It was like a, a, a puppetry act. Now, now, now that you guys bring this up, I think that Ryan Seacrest is a key suspect in the death of Dick Biondi. Dick Biondi? No, not Dick Biondi. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. That's a good call, actually. He probably held the pillow over his little <laughs> bird neck. Uh, Dick Biondi, unfortunately, is still alive. But... <laughs> <laughs> Magic 104. <laughs> well, he's somewhere in the Chicagoland region, but Holy yeah, Dick Casey Kasem. I think I think uh, I think we need to uh, alert the authorities on Ryan Seacrest's uh, whereabouts. Where was he? <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad well, call. So e- even tonight, I got uh, I follow one of these sports reporters. I, I, it's probably an ESPN guy, and he was. Uh, Live tweeting the uh, the USA men's basketball game against Australia. Live tweeting a game that ended two hours ago. Yeah. So he was live t- tweeting like like the tip off, like it was happening real in real time. He was li- live tweeting an old broadcast of a like a, a, a tape delay broadcast of it. So that sort of stuff is ma- like they're trying to make the Olympics relevant in a time when. All of this stuff is happening real time on Twitter and Facebook, and it doesn't work on TV as well, I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right. Other than I think that's, little story. that's a really good point, actually. Um, I've been watching it because, um, well, There's a couple nothing things. Else on. There's nothing else on, for one. I, I like to listen to the horrible broadcasting because it's just amusing to me. And then... There's a lot of nice ass on the Olympics. Like if you if you tune in, yeah, you're going to do pretty well. Yeah, and, male uh, and female. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm confident. Well, I was watching the gymnastics thing last night, and I was like, man, these they're four eight. Like I would really tower over um, <laughs> some of them. But it's it's all contrived. Everybody yeah. had a rough life. Yeah. Um, I, I hate that. It, it's almost like uh, Dancing with the Stars. I, I'm I, I'm afraid to say I've watched it before. They got to tell all these made up backstories to make you interested in whatever the fuck they're doing. And here, we all we really want to do is see them run or swim or jump or whatever. We got to listen to uh, that their dad didn't like them that much, and you know yeah. whatever. Or it's it's also in this could get into a, a different area of things, but uh, it's also the idea that they're. They're showing us all these sort of, um, I don't know, pristine uh, swimming pools and brand new facilities, and it's taking place in, a, in effectively a third world country. And there's so much of, of, of the corruption and the, the cesspools, literally the cesspools that are around that place. And it's just a, it's like a sanitized Disneyland. Sporting complex. Well, what about Russia? That was the same right. way. They right. built that bullshit town like in Blazing Saddles. Make right. us think that it's all cool. <laughs> but did, did you see this week that the the pools are turning green from like algae or whatever? Yeah, no, I did. Brendan, Brendan, please be accurate. As a former reporter, uh, it's actually the pH balance of the water because they're 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 oh. they're very adamant about wow. defending their. Um, you know, chlorine or, you know, actual infection rate. They're like, no, 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 no. It's just the alkaline. <laughs> and yeah. like, and, and so they, they went to a U.S. expert on like pool maintenance and they're like, <laughs> what would have happened if, uh, first of all, the fact that we have one. Yeah. Thing, um, and they're like, what would have happened to you if your pool had turned green? National he's like, pool guy. Yeah. 
he was like, oh, well, I would have been fired. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, they can say because there was too many athletes in the pool at once and they didn't, they didn't uh, account for the pH. Sure. I don't buy a, any of that. that that's that's gr- bullshit. No, but hey, Ruff can attest to this. You get a greasy Italian in a pool <laughs> and he can throw off the pH tremendously. There's not even uh, a question about that, actually. I didn't it's... see any of those little rainbow sort of trails on the top of the water. I wasn't looking for that, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta schoom it, is what we say. It's Italian slang. You gotta schoom the top of the water to get that film off. That's in the bathtub. That's like a part yeah. of the first bath, you know, uh, infant bath ritual. Right. And the I, rinse. I assume you guys uh, are. I'm sure you are, Rob. <clears throat> well up on the the kayak sofa incident. Uh, no, but wait, wait. Before I leave the schoom. Uh, yeah. I believe yes. when Ruffalo graduated high school, he got a lock of his hair and a vial of schoom. You know, I don't know if I got a lock of hair, at least not my own, but I definitely got the schoom. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> so, the kayak sofa. In the kayak event at the Olympics, <clears throat> they, they have some sort of man-made or, or artificial uh, rapids, I guess, at, in the middle of, of Rio. And at some point, uh, one of the kayak uh, competitors uh, was capsized because he hit an underwater sofa that had uh, floated <laughs> down from... Are you kidding me? You no. Mean, you, mean, you mean like debris? Yes. Because oh. it was... Um, some uh, some other waterways had fed into this thing, I think, and there's so much garbage and stuff that's coming up from the the village that they bulldozed over to to make this this new uh, Olympic village. That there's all this sort of stuff from people's houses that was trampled over and it was buried and it's under the water and one of like a sofa apparently got loose and uh, a kayaker hit it and uh, hey capsized. hey guys. Guys, I got a loose sofa. Take cover. <laughs> Watch out for the ottoman. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, yeah. yeah, how does that? How does Chicago lose out to that shithole? I know. Well, you know, as uh, I was actually involved, not in a direct way, but a supporting way. Well, I don't and, think Chicago I, should want it for one. Well, I think a lot of people said that, like, oh, thank God we did not get it. Yeah. But you know. First of all, I think we might have actually, you know, executed on a higher level than than what we were seeing the last two weeks. But um, it would have been a big cost and a big expense. But I, I also think there would probably have been a little bit more lasting value. Not to say that it would have, you know, offset the investment required to to get to it. It's not like you use a fake kayak run for years to come you know what i mean like you're not really going to get a lot of use out of that no it would have been a net loss i think it's a mistake so but that's my question to you fellas uh couldn't i know the answer is probably the usual corruption and money but why can't the usoc just stop sending us to the goddamn olympics uh you know Three, eight years ahead, whatever it is, let's decide we are not going to this shit show anymore and until it gets cleaned up. Can we just do that? Well, I, th- I think a better option is like 
Let's designate six cities on the six continents. Well, of course. And let's build the infrastructure, and then let's just have it there. And so maybe North America gets three shots at it, you know, because Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. are, you know, capable of doing it. Either you have revolving cities or you just have one Olympic city. Have it in Athens every single year or whatever it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, and it just rotates through Asia. Yeah, I'm I'm saying either rotate it or not. Just have one Olympic and then, Town. you know, if someone if someone wants to, you know, step up and, and make the investment and all of a sudden Singapore wants to, you know, do it, okay, well, we have time to vet it. Everybody the- always bag- bags on Singapore. It's always the one that comes up. <laughs> you know what? They don't, they don't let you chew gum and they will whip your ass. <laughs> they can make a nice set of Nikes real quick. <laughs> but the only way for that to happen is for us to exert pressure and the only pressure they understand is financial and well, would I mean, be us pulling out I think the, the, everyone complains about the NFL or MLB in terms of like you know top down management the only two uh, are the only uh, the two most corrupt sporting agencies on earth IOC are, the, are the IOC and FIFA, FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. FIFA FIFA and the IOC and, and it's completely about you know, if Putin can lay out enough cash, he can pull you into a town that's not even built and make you all, you know, dance. So hey, it's like, guys, guys, do not look behind curtain. Do not look behind curtain. <laughs> you you poop in the same here. hole. You poop <laughs> in the same hole. You just don't know where it goes. How you say glory hole in Russian? <laughs> Anyway, one thing, one one specific like uh, trend coming out of the Olympics that I want to count on <laughs> is uh, is uh, cupping. Oh yeah, fuck that. What the so, fuck is cupping? So exactly rough. So as soon as I heard cupping, <laughs> I, I I thought of a different kind of cupping. I thought what the, of a, what the fuck is cupping? I'm not going to Google it because then the NSA will have a thicker file on me already. <laughs> I know, but I heard cupping and I thought. Soft, gentle palms. I know. Maybe, maybe warmed. Um, warmed. But apparently, <laughs> if you look at uh, Michael Phelps and some other athletes, all of them, yeah, competing, they have you know they have these deep purple bruises. It's basically a suction cup, a, a vacuum yeah. on so they, on a, a, a injured uh, muscle, and they suck on it with the with the vacuum, and it, yeah. it creates like a bruise, and it. it Increases uh, blood flow basically to heal uh, an injury or something. Yeah, so oh, been, like, in that case, I've been cupping for a while. Only I've, <laughs> I'm not cupping the same spots as uh, Phelps is. It's called a, a hickey, isn't it? I've had the same injury since the time I was like 12 years old. But um, <laughs> uh, they, you know, it, that's the whole thing is the the blood flow and like the the you know negative pressure to create the blood flow. It's like leeches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like it, it's a hocus pocus, right? I mean yeah. Well, before I go into a big meeting, I always spin the platelets. That's something I do. Re- remember that scene in The Godfather when Fredo is sick as a baby and the the old Italian mom is or grandma is doing the uh the little flame under the cup. Yep. To to take out the toxins. It's that it's that sort of bullshit. Yeah. They should have killed Fredo then and just let him die, and then it would have been a different story. <laughs> right. wow. 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 He was too weak. John Casale. 
<laughs> he had a great run for two movies. Anyway, well, the Olympics dominated by the United States. Shocking. Uh, Maybe worse than ever. I know. And I think that might do more to kill the Olympics than anything else. Just this, yeah. like, this five-country group that seems to dominate everything. Well, I mean, who the hell are we competing against? Some some shit farmer out of uh, Russia? I mean, come on. <laughs> there was Mike, no- Michael Phelps just beat the Laotian swimmer. <laughs> there was one feel-good story of the... Um, I want to say Libyan, but it's not Libyan. Could have been. It's a Muslim country where he was a swimmer, and he ended up, you know, losing by more than like a length uh, to the field. And it was like, you know, inspiring. I, I saw that movie. I saw that movie. Life yeah, of I mean, Pi. Like, Life of Pi like, was a good movie. <laughs> it's like cool runnings. I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, John Candy's dead. I don't know if we can do this again. I mean. Our guys are using virtual reality and, like, hydroscopic materials to make themselves a tenth of a second faster. And we're, we're racing against some guy who learned how to swim in a fucking rice paddy. Where is my sheep? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, not, it's not the same playing field. It's, 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 it's weird. I don't get it. Like arm wrestling your dad as a kid. <laughs> yeah, but he, at least then you believed you had a shot. That's true. Good point. We don't. So, yeah, I think the broadcasting is the absolute worst, and, and maybe something else, too, because um, I flipped it on the other day, and there's this, when there's not a sporting event, there's this coverage with these two people just talking, kind of like yeah. Extra or um, PM Magazine to go way back. Holy Boy, shit. Yeah. Boy, How about Boy, that? Fantastic. Mike Lederman. <laughs> or, like, or this podcast. Or this, or this podcast. podcast. But it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you why are you standing there with a hot chick? Where's Maria Menunos? Or where's yeah. you know Billy Bush? Well the other night, I think it was on the on night two, um they did this big sort of feel good puff piece about it was with uh, Tom Brokaw and his in his horrendous lisp or whatever he's got going <laughs> on there. And uh, Man, he's like seventy five. What are you He's doing? in his early 110s. I was like I'm eating a bunch of food while I'm talking. Exactly. To you. So he was doing that whole thing about like the environment and science and the great this and that, and it was like a puff piece in a, a, a like a delayed pre-packaged broadcast. Like we don't have. There's room for this in a in a well-constructed, put-together, polished sports broadcast. That's that's. Com- combining eight hours of coverage into two hours, and we're putting he, that bullshit in there. At least he didn't have pink eye. <laughs> That's on its way, I'm sure. <laughs> Conjunctivitis, as it's known. You're gonna see like a uh, uh, Costas in there with like a, a cold sore. I guess. I'm so sick of Bob Costas. I know. If I never heard him speak again, it'd be too soon. Oh, so rough. Did you hear that? Uh, uh, certain members of the. Uh, uh, the men's basketball team w- were uh, caught accidentally going into a brothel in Rio. Accidentally? Did they name those players? Yes, they did. Is Carmelo Anthony one of them? No. Wow. They were all the Ds. It was DeMarco Cousins. Or, oh, of course. DeMarco's Cousins. Um, it was DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, and it was uh, DeMar uh, DeRozan. DeRozan, yeah. Wow. It was all the D's, and the, they were 
caught accidentally going into a brothel in Rio. Yeah, yeah, sure. They didn't know what it was. Oh. Yeah, no, it happens. Shocking. Yeah, oh. happens. Hang on here. Uh, Nash, are you there? Uh, he dropped off. That's one shot that DeAndre Jordan can make. <laughs> I don't know, man. He might miss that. You're right. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan off the back rim. <laughs> Please stand by. We are having technical difficulties. Rob, we were talking about some of the weird uh, discussions on Facebook and other places in both of our lives recently, but mostly online, I guess, um, where people are just making, uh, bringing in weird information that has nothing to do with the conversation at hand. Like, like Mike Cross today with uh, the Bulls and the uh, the whole Jeff Fisher conversation, or uh, Ruff had a conversation about. Uh, uh, Josh Norman on his thread uh, earlier this week, and one of his buddies brought in. Well, the Bears suck. I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I'm not talking. Rob, about Rob was on that thread. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I, I was happy to 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 try and point out that, that they may not. But I mean, it was weird because we weren't no, at no point was anyone talking about the Bears. And by the way, in, in no way could you ever defend the Redskins not making ridiculous move after ridiculous move no, in, I, since the beginning of time. It's Dan Snyder's defining characteristic. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to overpay for a corner. I'm going to pay him $90 million when he had one good year in a, in a system defense. Yeah, he might be one of the worst uh, uh, decision makers as a leader. But anyway, setting that aside, I think there's actually a real lack of, um, you know, uh, Brendan, you have some experience as a reporter, and uh, Ruff has a lot of experience dealing with um, individuals, uh, mainly in the tenant position from his previous life. And, you know, I've literally gone door to door on uh, campaigns and talked to people. Like, I mean, when I say door to door, like eight hours a day for, for weeks on end. And I think there's a real art to talking to people and actually understanding where they are. And there's a conversation that ensues, and you 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 actually get a lot of information uh, in a short amount of time. And asking people to like defend their ideas, uh, like on a forum like Facebook, is is really hard because uh, no, I'm not I'm not letting anyone off the hook like that because. I'm, we're not talking about some deep conversation. We're talking about simply stay on topic. That's all we're saying. That, no, yeah, well, that's, I, that's a I, minimum uh, no, requirement. I think, I, I think I'm agreeing with you. I just think that, that, that the, um, the, the like polite rules of conversation are so infrequently practiced that people aren't really good at it, and they, and they, and they can't even do it. And I think – you know, they feel more comfortable just saying, well, this is what I think and this is what I'm going to say. Um, I don't think Cross is like that, obviously, but I, I think there's a he real... Was he was today. but there's a real <laughs> lack of there's a real lack of skill on it. Plus, Cross does it to get under our skin. Like, yeah, that's oh. his, his shtick. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what I kept looking for is, like, what's his angle on this? And the, there didn't appear to be one. It was just... No, but I mean, like, I think the wider issue for all of our listeners... Um, All three of us. That was a joke. Um, is that there's a real there's a re, there's like you know fear of public speaking. You know, it used to be something we would hear about when we were kids. And 
it's like people have a real fear of engaging with people, but for some reason they're like freed up online and they're really bad at it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. It, it's like everything is a defense. And because of the availability of information today that exists, I love when people come back with like, for instance, no one could just say their opinion on something and defend their opinion. Right. Like it's got, you, you need all the factual evidence to, to back up what you're saying. It's like, no, I, you could, you could do it in po- like a political conversation is maybe the, wor- the best or worst example of what we're talking about where all the emotional baggage comes out. Yeah. It's like, no, we were just talking about building a wall. That's all. Just do, should we build one or not? Like just that. Right. Not about my mom or, right. you know, or, or anything else, you Stay know. Stay on topic. Yeah. Just let's stick with that. But I, I think that it's, it, it, it's allowed, especially a Facebook where you can – it's kind of like you know Drew, who we all we all love. He'll drop a, like a you know like a ten paragraph Bible thing into it. Right. You're like, where did that come from? Like, how did how'd you have that to drop and click right there? <laughs> <laughs> he's got well, it holstered, I, I, ready to go. It, yeah. It's just funny though because I think that people that have a wider view of things see all these information sources, and then they're like, well, how could you have that crazy view? And Right. Some people use those same information sources as like to discredit it. So like, uh, here's a quick story. And then we should move on because it's not that exciting. Right. But um, it's just us. <laughs> you know, when the president, uh, the current president, won re-election, and all these people bombarding me with these comments on election day and and, and the days after, like all. Oh, that's what happens when people that don't know what is going on right. and they're idiots and they just vote and they don't know the true story. And I think that's the most dangerous part of like social media interaction. I actually thought when there was this uh Uh oh. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. Jeez. He's just about to make a point too. Bob? No, yeah. Here he is. Oh, we lost you. Start over. No, sorry. Fuck. My point about social media that I think that is uh, actually very disappointing <clears throat> is that I thought, like, with all this mass access to information, people would, like, realize that when there's an election and a bunch of people make a decision that they're not all idiots. They're just like you. They have seen the same information, and they have reached a different conclusion and therefore you should be a little bit humble if they reached you know a decision that's different than yours and the exact opposite happened yeah that's true that's the part that drives me crazy there's this like knee-jerk reaction is i'm not dumb or i wasn't on the losing side everyone else was (laughs) confused and did something (laughs) stupid yeah that's the part that drives me actually crazy and that's where I will like fight and comment and and debate but for the most part if someone's going to say I think so and so is nuts or I want to shoot a gun in a you know minister's you know whatever I uh at least you're not uh, pointing out southern people 
That would be bad. <laughs> I try. I try and stay out of that shit. I want to shoot a gun in a transgender bathroom. But, I mean, you know, you know, but, when, what, when Obama what, wins fifty-four to uh, forty-six, landslide. Yeah. They're like that's a in 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 American history that right. is a huge landslide like right. that's yeah. a like a massive win and everyone's like those idiots didn't know what they're doing. Right. The same thing's going to happen this year, by the way. It's going to be similar. I know. No, and I don't want to get into politics, but I, I always say to my friends, I'm like, listen, the people that you disagree with are not dumber than you. They just disagree with you, and so when. They, well, sometimes. sometimes. There are, there's but, an equal number of idiots on both sides. Yeah, yes. so when they win by 10, they've heard the argument that, that you're making, and they've rejected it. Right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to get into politics, but my point is that's frustrating on Facebook. Yeah. I didn't make my decision because I know less than you. I just decided the other way. That's weird. Exactly. Yeah. All right. You'd be surprised how hard that is for people to uh, swallow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, the how much are they worth game? And now let's play the how much are they worth game? Or as Mike Cross would say, the net worth game, because he loves to just stick it to me every goddamn time. Uh, the theme this week is just sports, um, because we've had. A lot of sports figures in the news in the past, I don't know, week or ten days. And there are five names in particular, although four really, and I threw a bonus one in there, um, that have been prominent in the news in the past, I don't know, a week or so. So, let's start with everyone's favorite, Tim Tebow. What is little Mr. Tim Tebow, what's his net worth? Well, so I know you always want to, you know, get to the number, but can we explore this man's uh, uh, professional? Oh, it's fine. It's it's extraordinarily simple. But yeah. I mean, the 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 man has the gall, or at least the the uh, balls, to call a tryout of major league scouts for baseball. A sport he hasn't played since high school. I know. It's crazy. So he's like, hey, come to my workout. Yep. And the, you know, the, the workout. The stranger is thing is those scouts are going to show up. No. And the workout's going to have like a, 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 a jump drive or, you know, they're going to have like film of him and like still photos and, you know, uh, you know, weight and, you know, current nutrition standing for, for Tim Tebow. It's all going to be like in a folder from uh, you know, yeah. Asian. Scott, Scott Boris style. Yeah, exactly. And this guy's going to be like, I am one of the greatest athletes of the last 20 years in America. You, of course, have to consider me as a Major League Baseball player. Well, I didn't tell you guys about the video that I sent out to the to the teams, too. Like I, I sent it out to all, all the teams. And uh, the footage was a little outdated, yeah. and I'm a step slower. But I, I, I didn't get any calls either. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy's out of his mind. And did you see the post the other day, Rob, where I asked the question about does his faith hinder him? Yeah. And people, of course, like, like Brendan said, they went into all different things that had nothing to do with the original premise of what I was asking. But it, it's amazing to me that he wouldn't just – 
like want to if you really want to play football clearly everyone knows you can't play quarterback no one wants you it's been what three years since he played if you want to play in the NFL, you'd become an H-back or a running back or a special teams player, and you'd have a job. But he also leads with his Pat, you know, Pat Robertson business, yeah. and it drives people crazy. There's no question that it hinders him. It's really a loaded question. I know. But people are like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yes, it does. It does he can hinder be him. He's a valuable, valuable player on a team because he can do so many things. Well, so, hey, Rob. By the way, Addison Russell just went yard. This is what I would say about that. Is like, yeah. I, I do, I do agree. It probably hinders him in trying to, um, you know, obtain one of the select positions, like a starter somewhere. So, like, if no. he, but if, a- if any if, quarterback position, well, no, he, I don't think he's good enough physically right. for that. Right. But so if he just shut the fuck up, he could be. A, you know, a striker on a on a special teams team, you know, but yeah. he's gonna make you know one but two seventy five a year as a you know kind of special teams player. But, and that's it. But that's his foot in. Yeah, right. no. I once mean, you get in on the team, he, he could it, develop into something else. Once you exactly, believe, he would be a really good football player. Right. Yeah. Once you believe God has favored you and you deserve, you know quarterback status in the NFL because you threw what that one lucky fucking pass that went for a touchdown in the playoff game. Unbelievable. Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was a it was a slot. It was like a quick pass. Okay, yeah, happens. Uh anyway, the point is like he, he feels like that's his status. Well and that's the problem is that he, he won't accept a different role. And yeah. that's why he's so, not employed in the NFL. If you want to be a strong safety or an H back like Ruff said you might maybe have a career, maybe, but uh, well, he he'd be a nice player in that that old slash role. I mean, that 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 would be great. But yeah, he, I think he, Julian could, he could do a lot of things. Edelman is his uh, role model. Yeah. Yep. Hey, hey, quick quick story: championship game, flag football, Stevenson South versus Stevenson North, Cal Bill and I. Okay. <laughs> what last play of the game? I'm playing quarterback. Also, not exactly. I mean, I've got a great arm, make no mistake, but I don't have the mechanics. I this cannot is play. 1987? This is 1991. Oh, okay. We throw a hook, hook and ladder. We win the game. But, you know, who's refereeing? Jack Malloy. You guys don't know Jack Malloy, but actually, well, Rob knows Jack no, Malloy. I do know Jack Malloy. He, he, he blows the call, and he tells me that the reason he, he said the ball touched the ground, which it didn't. I was right there looking at it, but he said he'd rather be consistent and wrong than be inconsistent. Now, what that has to do with the Tim Tebow part of the story, I have no idea. But I wanted to let you guys know that we lost that game, and I was playing quarterback. One glass of bourbon. Uh, One glass. That's it. That's upsetting. Yeah, I know. But, you know, again, guy's Irish. Again, an Irish person putting me down. (laughs) Directly in this case, not indirectly, like usual with you characters. In his defense, he was extraordinarily drunk. So you got to give him a break on that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, uh, Tim Tebow, what's that phony worth? <sighs> well, he didn't play long in the NFL, and he didn't get drafted high. So works for ESPN in Charlotte, by the way. Five point four million. Did Did he write a book though? Did he write a book, Bob? 
Jacking off to Jesus by (laughs) (laughs) J O T J. Woo! (laughs) I'm gonna leave. Holy shit! Um, My uh, left arm just tightened. (laughs) (laughs) Can you compare and contrast a spank towel with a cum rag? (laughs) SEC baby. Holy shit! I'm gonna go with seven million. Damn it! I said seven as well. You fucker. Tim Tebow. <clears throat> God says you are worth four million. Mm. Wow. Suck it. Little Rob Nash. <clears throat> Son of a bitch. Shit. All right. Also. Let's just put that in perspective, though. The guy can never work again and live a nice life. But, but an okay life compared to what he could do if he actually got on the field. Yeah, he kind of lives like our life. Right. Grading on a curve, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Mr. Michael Phelps. Oh, Ooh. Lord. That's a tough one. He yeah, is a big. swimmer, I hear. $36.5 million. Whoa. He's got to be raking in the endorsements. I actually think that might be low. He gets more... He gets... He has more endorsement deals than he gets pussy, which is hard to believe. I've got him at 16. He's married with a child. Well, yeah. Um, no way is it that low, though. I, I'm i going to say uh, an even 25. Oh. Aquaman, Michael Phelps, is worth... Oh, my God. We are all way low. Yeah, oh, I'm up. I'm up, though. Uh, come on, computer. Uh, Michael Phelps is worth an astonishing fifty-five million. Wow! Wow! I said thirty-six and was reserved. You know, in addition to not finishing up my my German in high school, where I would have been exempt in college, and <laughs> you know, I was on the National Honor Society and all that in, in German. But in addition to that, I, I never really got past dog paddle in the swimming, oh. which is at least. Part of the reason why I'm fifty-four million dollars light there. <laughs> I uh, I did some swim team work uh, in as a junior, uh, and I mean a youngster, as in like fifth grade. Um, and I was absolutely dominant. I destroyed really? people, and I really wish I would have stuck with it. It's the one sport I could have done something with, and I didn't. I didn't do anything with it. You're kind of a knuckle dragger. You could have done well at that. I know. I've got big hands, long arms, big feet. I could see you making that Phelps face. Oh, I make that Phelps face all the time. I, make I, know, it right I think now. you do that. Like when when Declan doesn't choose your cereal, you're like. <laughs> that kid. By the way, that kid is going to kill me bef- before he's in college. I'm sure. Uh, in the next, I don't know, eight eight years. He will kill me in my sleep. For those of you that have not seen Declan, he kind of looks like um, uh, Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie zombie remake of uh, Halloween. Uh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> oh, I'll, yeah. I'll have to trust you on that. If you look it up, you'll be like, whoa, holy shit, Declan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, let's move on. Let's go with the fastest man. 
in the history of the world, Usain Bolt. Oh, oh, oh. He I, has I, yet to I, compete. I think his events are all next week. But uh, I saw a snippet good. or heard a snippet of uh, his net worth, actually. Oh, you are a cheater. I have to admit. And um, I actually don't remember the number. Sure. But, but I do remember that it was high. I've got, I've got a number. I'm going 40. Oh, no way. Oh, no, no way. way. No. I think it's, uh, I would say, 68 million. What? He can't have more than Phelps. Yeah, he can. No way. I'm going, uh, I'm going 29. And I, even I, then, I, I'm, I'm ashamed to even go that high. Nike is all over this guy. Is it? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. 29. Um... We have an issue because Usain Bolt's net worth is sixty million. Mm, I think Rob cheated. How? Because you said you saw part of it. Well, I mean, like in an article, I didn't I'm like joking. God damn look it. it up. That's a big ass number, man. Woo! That's that's astounding. How, how is that possible? Is it only because Phelps doesn't wear shoes in the pool? Yeah, they had something to you know to endorse. Yeah. I thought they would shortchange Bolt because he's from Jamaica. That's what I thought. Yeah. No. Just give him a bag of peanuts and he's good. <laughs> it, it, right. I mean, it's a poor country. How much money do you need in Jamaica? God, how is it possible that a track and field guy can make $60 million? Yeah, it's not hard at all. Because Nike, Nike's, you know, in a battle with, you know, Under Armour, that, like, they're willing to pay anything. Yeah, I thought they reserved that stuff for like the U.S. guys, though. Oh, no. I know. I'm just saying. Michael I'm, Jordan I, makes seventy million dollars a year based on a shoe he doesn't even play. So, what country is he from, Rob? That's uh, what I'm saying. Saint Bolt or Michael? Michael. Jamaica. Yeah, but you don't think they market Usain in the U.S.? Oh no, he totally is. I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I thought it would be a discounted rate for a foreign. Yeah, I'll say it's discounted. It's discounted at sixty million. God damn it, Rob! All right, um, God damn it, you know I'm right. No, I know. I'm just mad that I'm going to lose my own game again. Son of a bitch. Okay, let's go with uh, Kevin Durant, who switched teams this summer. Hmm. Okay. Well, it was on see. the Olympic team. So you're counting the money he hasn't earned yet? Uh. Fuck if I know. We're just going with uh, CelebrityNetWorth.com. Okay. Well, he's got a shoe well, contract. Hey, 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 Rob. Yeah. So he signed for what? Well, he signed a short-term deal. He doesn't. He have signed that for like yet. ninety million or eighty, eighty-five million or something. Yeah. Like a two-year deal. I think it was like actually less. Like. Yeah. But but he has a Nike contract. He signed another contract. I'm gonna say he's got Gatorade or some shit. I'm gonna say. Hmm, uh, God, 180. If if you include the whole contract, though, that's what I don't know. I know. I'm going 155. Well, I mean, that's I'm I'm with Ruff. 180 sounds smart, but I mean, the, the contract's in. Then it's like 350. No, no, the contract is is short term. He only signed a two year deal, so it's only oh. worth like 65 million or something. He doesn't have that money right at the moment, Rob. 
Well, then I lower my number. Yeah, I would say it's got to be uh, one seventy-five. I go one twenty if we can't count that contract. Well, listen, I don't know the uh, algorithm that's being used on this website, so uh, Cubs one. Take your pick again. Rock, what do you want? One eighty or one twenty? One twenty. One twenty. Last minute change. Young Mr. Kevin Durant. One of us has hit it on the head. You get a bonus point. Kevin Durant has a net worth of a hundred and twenty million. Bam. Mm. Mm. That's impressive. He will do much better than that. I just pulled an Omaha at the line. Omaha! Omaha! You Omaha, that bitch. Christ. So we have Rob with three and Ruff with two, thanks to that, and me with zero, as usual. You suck. Amazing. I am the worst at this game. Uh, Finally, this should be a fun one. Uh, A guy who's not going to be playing for much longer, uh, Alex Rodriguez. I heard the most fantastic (laughs) call in rationalization of the steroid uh, era this week. Rationalization? Yes. And I actually went into the phone call thinking that it was on the side of all right thinking people but he he really spun out a great um set of logic which made it hard to deal with whoa and his point was you know you can uh so bottom line like you know my opinion obviously a rod has some uh dark shade on his accomplishments right <laughs> Rob? did you say that Oh, yeah, not only that, he's just a despicable human being, but yes, yeah. So this guy's uh, claim, which is, I think, representative of all people's, or like a certain sector of people's perspective, is why are you worrying about it? Like, quit worrying about it. At some point, you know, Roger Clemens juiced up, was pitching to Alex Rodriguez, juiced up, so we still had the best on the best. <laughs> Which to me is like so perverted. It's like so crazy to say something like that. Like if we had one juiced up guy versus another juiced up guy, then they, you know, equal each other out and we can just be fine with it. Everything's okay. They had the same baseball skill or well, the, the, big, the biggest argument against Jews to begin with is that it prolonged the careers. So, so neither of them might have been even playing each other. Clemens yeah, pitched until he was like 60. I know, but his point, his point was like, so, which I actually don't disagree with this point, which is baseball said that there's like a certain era, time period, where everyone is sort of like disqualified. And his point was, well, no, we just, like, everyone within that time period should be PED versus PED, and then, you know, it's all fine. Yeah, that's a bad argument. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I'm going to say $620 million. 
shit. He signed one contract for 250, another one for 200, by the way. I thought it was like 125 and 275. No, 200. He's, yeah, he's got that plus endorsements. So 625. I saw a BuzzFeed that said $250,000 per inning. Jesus Christ. Worse off, he banged Madonna. <laughs> I mean, you could just, if you, if you had to list the, the reasons why you hate Alex Rodriguez, the list is so long. And the fact that he banged Madonna in her 50s or whatever doesn't even rank in the top 20 reasons why you hate him. Yeah, no. He, uh, he at least, I mean, yeah. I don't, that guy's a douchebag. He's, he's, he's the most contrived, like, some people can fake it pretty good where you might even, they can convince you that they're actually really nice guys, but he's just a heel. And I just wish he would just be that. I like, I would like him if he was just a total prick. I know. That he really is. He's, a, he's, he's just so fake. Yeah, he is. It's, it's embarrassingly fake. The fake humbleness. <laughs> and just the whole news conference with like, uh, Brian Cashman, yeah. they're like, you know, Brian, how do you, you know, how do you feel right now with Alex retiring? And he's kind of thinking, I hate this motherfucker, and I haven't been able to get rid of him for years. But what can I say right now? I know. And he pulls out that ring. You see this ring right here? Reminded me of the Christopher Walken speech in uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> but instead, he's like, yeah, this, this ring is from up my ass. Yeah, this uncomfortable piece of metal has been up my ass for twenty years. <laughs> no, he went on to praise Alex Rodriguez. That's the reason why he has the ring. Like, come on, dude. Uh, $600 million. $400 million for me. No way. Um, $225. 225 It's way low. He made that last week. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> All right. That, yes? You're going to estimate on what he got paid. What? Yeah, paid versus what he has. Yeah, I was thinking paid. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also the untold endorsements that I don't know how to yeah. how to True. deal with. I'm saying what he has. Paid is low. Yeah, he's got probably 350. Well, you, you're right, though, Rob. You're right, because he got divorced. It was a very expensive divorce, too. Yeah, but paid, if you track paid, it's 350. No, paid is way higher with endorsements. But but we did this with Jordan, I believe, uh, yeah, Brendan. We might, and we yeah. had to divide for his. <laughs> yeah, a couple. So of you, have, you have to do the same. I'm changing my uh, my number to three fifty. Whoa! All right. Yep. You had to split that shit. Nash, what's your number? I said three fifty, but. All right. I got there too, but differently. <clears throat> All right, 350, 350, 400. I'll change mine to 325 just to get it off to 350. 325. Yep. Omaha, Omaha. 325. All right. Alex Rodriguez, net worth. He has an annual salary of 33 million. Ridiculous. Uh, net worth of. Three hundred million. Wow. Mm. 
Christopher <laughs> Ruffalo with the Omaha again. Yep. Wins. So that's he, three for Chris. He split the baby down the middle with his old broad. He would have had six something. We need to have that's three to three. We need to have a net worth off. So for for this one, can we can we guess how many kids Sean Kemp has? <laughs> Uh, over under seven. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I, I know it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a sports guy, and uh, I'll put him in, and you guys guess. Okay, um, Joe Johnson. Who? Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Mike Mike Dicke. Oh, that's a good one. Let's do that one. That's that's it's more fun. God knows. Mike Dicke. What coach. is the coach's net worth? Coach, what kind of wine pairs best with Lang of Lamb? $18.5 million. Oh, it's got to be more than that shit. I think, I think it might actually be higher. It's got to be a lot higher. Um, no, not yeah. a lot. Not a lot. Oh, I think so. I, I'll go with 50. I'll just open up with 50. That's crazy. 50. Crazy high. I would have said something in the 30s. That's my guess. doesn't matter. Okay. The coach. Mike Ditka has a net worth of $30 million. Wow. Look at you. Little, little Rob Nash pulls it out. Yeah, and I think Mike uh, Cross will be forever wounded, not... Being able to pick a coach, uh, Dicka, total worth. <laughs> yeah. What's well, going on over there, Rob? I know it sounds like you're uh, you hit the uh, slow on uh, on your forty five there. No. Sorry, bad Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Too many glasses of wine. All Ooh. right, fellas, let's wrap this up. Have a good night, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. See you. Please follow us on Twitter at Irish Pubcast. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl to break the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Patrick's hard to get in your pub. The Guinness pot and the cabbage crap. The eye don't want to be patty trap. We'll call it an Irish pub. To spread upon the holy book, the only crack you get is a slap in the air. Well, I'll be fucked to lock and burst your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, I'll get me beer.